Welcome to the Covering Ground Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Wheeler. All my friends call me Wheels, so you can too. And I'm so excited to share this with you. This podcast explores the psychology of action versus inaction, why some people can set goals and achieve them while others can't, and how to start even if you don't know where to begin. You'll be hearing from people at all stages of their journeys, from entrepreneurs just starting out to artists who've achieved unparalleled success. I'll be sharing ideas on how to manage resistance, procrastination, environment, and energy to help you take the steps necessary to get to where you want to be. I'll also be sharing my own journey in the messy behind-the-scenes process you don't always get to see. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get started and cover some ground. Welcome to the Aftercast, the show after the podcast where I talk through all the things that we crushed, all the things that could have been better, and my thoughts and feelings on all of it. So today's episode is a special one for me because Susan and Laura stayed after with me after we recorded their podcast and coached me up a little bit and gave me some things to think about and to practice. And they gave me some validation and some of the things that I was feeling. But I wanted to share that conversation because it was super helpful for me to hear some of those things and to know that everything that I'm experiencing is normal. So that was super helpful. I love doing the show with them. They both have this calm presence that kind of brings down my very like manic energy that I have a lot of the time, especially when I'm coaching. So it was nice to kind of chill into this episode. And the only thing that was super annoying as I was going back and editing was for whatever reason, there were like a million planes flying over my apartment. Like I sound like I'm in an airbase or something like that. And I was so present. I wasn't hearing them in the moment. But as I went through the show, I was like, fuck, another plane, fuck, another plane. So that was annoying. But honestly, other than that, um, this was a true delight. So at the beginning of this episode, we set an intention. And then at the end, we did a little coaching. So I'm going to share that with you. All right, so maybe let's let's set an intention. Okay. And I'll go first. And then Laura and Susan. So <clears throat> lovely. My intention is to ask meaningful questions, spotlight your genius, and for you to feel better after this conversation than when you came in. Beautiful. Oh. I love that intention. Beautiful. Laura, should we set our intention that we Yes. Set? Let's do it. We'll do a combo. Susan can say it out loud. So this is, this is the intention we set before (laughs) everything we do. We set an intention to connect deeply and fully with each other and with wheels to set the stage for major breakthroughs for wheels and for everyone who is listening and is in spaces with us. Amen. 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 (laughs) We always said amen. That's as religious as we get. (laughs) And then this was after the show. Thank you. Thank you for being on. Thank you for doing this with me. I appreciate it so much. You're doing such, such fucking great work. And there's something that I wanted to, because I was listening to the podcast and I wanted to, I was listening to the aftercast after the Hunter Bell episode. And I don't know if you still have those feelings, but in case you did, I wanted to offer you, you were talking about how before when you're just chatting, it's so easy and you're so socially apt. And then sometimes when you get into interviewing mode, that gear gets a little, like it slips out of gear and you're like, yes. Do you still feel that way? Yeah. Yes. And it's getting better. 
It's definitely getting better, but I do still feel like, like the beginning of this where I'm like, okay, I'm asking questions and you're answering. But then like halfway through, I felt like, oh, this is more of a a conversation that I'm participating in because it's like, I want to just shut up and listen. So it took maybe like 20 minutes for me to be like, okay, now I can participate because I'm understanding how this is flowing and yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And how, yep. how this stance is going to go, which is different yeah. than if you interview someone else and they're monosyllabic or you interview somebody and they're like, give me the wheel. I'm used to having the steering wheel. Mm. You know, I want to offer you something that was helpful to me. I started doing it somewhere along in the side-by-side journey somewhere in that decade. I started doing this thing and I find it really, really helpful. I craft my interview And then I read it out loud, maybe three times. I read it out loud and I just like hold in my mind what those questions are. And then there are some questions that are crafted and I really want the response. So I'll make sure to read it exactly as crafted or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I almost memorize it. But most of the time, I feel like the thing that has worked the best for me is reading it out loud and then getting into the interview and maybe having those one or two kickoff questions that sort of get us on track and then trusting the ordering forces in my brain to just trusting myself. Like you are so socially apt. You've spent a lifetime keeping the ball in the air conversationally in a great way. So just trusting being like, I trust myself Mm -hmm. And letting your brain, when you get to that point in the conversation, your brain will be like, here's the one we want to pull. Mm. Here's the question card we want to pull. Like knowing that you've done your homework and then trusting yourself. And Mm -hmm. there's something about that process of crafting the questions, reading them out loud three times, and then entering into the interview and just being like, I really trust myself. That has been very helpful to me. And I just wanted to offer it to you because you mentioned it on the on the aftercast. Thank you. Can I pop yeah. in one other additional thought in, in the realm of trust? Trust those listening skills because if you're active listening as you do and you are like you're so present, your brain is going to access like, oh, I just I heard a new and surprising thing I wasn't planning on hearing. And here's a question related to that. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And trust yourself and your glorious brain to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. No, I, I really appreciate it. And I think a lot of it too is just getting in my reps and becoming more confident. Yes. Yeah. You Absolutely. know, because like yes. in the fitness world, I know what I'm going to teach in the class, maybe, but we're going to spitball and we're going to play and I'm going to play That's off you. Right. And I'm going to remember You're everybody's right. name game answer and this is yes. totally fine. And I, I know it will come and it's slowly coming, but I love just really listening and trusting myself to be able to go with it. And then having the questions and then knowing it's going to, you know, spark something will pop back in my head. Yeah. The other thing to acknowledge Celia Keenan-Bolger, who started her podcast during the first cohort of the SparkFile group. The other thing to keep in mind is it isn't just like a naturalistic conversation between two people in a coffee shop or on a couch. And you as the host and the driver do Mm -hmm. have additional responsibilities. And just because in my mind, sometimes whether I'm like co-interviewing someone with Laura or interviewing someone on my own, I am aware of the fact that I'm sort of like, there's a little bit of this going on where I am present. It is Zen. It requires like real presence to be able to really have that listening engaged for a person and 
starting to reach one of your little tentacles out to be like, I think this is the natural next question. There is something about that that is an acquired skill that is not, it is an extension of organic conversation, but it is distinct. It is distinct. And so just like granting yourself grace as you get those reps in. I have an image of driving while having an important conversation. So, (laughs) you know, you do have to keep your eyes on the road and be aware that your exit is coming up, but also this person just said something really important. And so you're, you know, you're the person responsible for both things happening, care and concern and presence for this person, but also getting us where we need to go. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. Your oh, oh your experience, your expertise. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Oh my god, you. we love you. We love you. Love you. Love you. Wheels. Thank you. It's an honor to be on your podcast. Bye. Bye. It's stuff like this that just continues to reiterate why it's so important to have coaches. Obviously, I've been a coach for a very long time, but I've always had a coach. I've always had a mentor because they really show you your blind spots. They push you to go a little bit beyond what you think you can do. And I think in any endeavor, especially if you're a coach, you should have coaches. That's it for this Africast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If any of this information is valuable to you, it would be so meaningful to me if you could leave a five-star rating or review it on iTunes. If you think somebody else could benefit from this information, please share it, share it with your friends. Whatever project you're working on, whatever you're choosing to do right now, I hope you keep going friend and cover some ground.